0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Well, hallelujah. You know, we've been talking about faith, and um, today I'm really going to walk you through the Word. I want you to go to me to John chapter 1 and verse 1. John chapter 1 in verse 1. You know? And I want you to look at the, the, the power and the position of the word of God is key. Okay? So now faith comes by hearing the word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. So God and his word are one. See that? So if we're going to find faith, we know it's found in the word. Okay? Now look what it says. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, verse three, and without him was not anything made that was made. So God made everything. He made everything good, okay? When the fall of man came in, that's when things went sour. But God never made a bad thing a day in his life, okay? Nothing was made without the word. Nothing was made without Jesus. Okay? And Jesus, Jesus is before all things, and by him all things consist. You find that in Colossians 1.17. You can go there. Colossians 1.17. Take our time. We're going to see it. Because without him was not anything made that was made. Nothing was made without the word, okay? Okay, nothing was made without the word. And he is before all things. And by him, all things consist. By who? Jesus. So everything was created by him and the word, because he was the word. And by the word, all things consist, okay? Now, let's look at Hebrews 11.3, okay? And this helps us start thinking, man, how important is this word? Man, this word's really important, okay? Through faith, we understand that the worlds, you see this? The worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which were seen were not made of the things which do appear. So the appeared thing traces all the way back to a word thing that started in Christ, you know what I'm saying? So, so everything you see, okay, came through faith. In other words, we understand it like this. It was through faith that the worlds were framed by God's word. Okay? Why did I say that? Because you got to understand this, whether you believe this or not, you frame your world with your words on a daily basis. So, your world you're living in today is framed by your words. If you're speaking faith, you have a faith filled atmosphere. If you're speaking fear, you have a fear filled atmosphere. If you're speaking worry, you have a worry filled atmosphere. If you're fe- speaking lack, you have a lack atmosphere. Whatever you speak is creating the world you live in. Amen? Okay. Why is that important? Well, that's important. Amen? Um I think this is so important where you figure this out, okay? Whether you're speaking positive or whether you're speaking negative, that's up to you, but you got to realize it's framing your world. Okay? Words are transmitters, okay? They transmit atmospheres because in the word is the potential. So this is where we're at. We've learned about what faith is. We learned about where faith comes from. We understand we're going to release faith. We understand we're going to release ability. We understand this. If you always are negative in your talking, you're going to set a negative atmosphere. Okay, that's why Jesus called it the good news. He didn't call it bad news. It's the good news of the gospel. Start talking the good things. All right? Now, this is, this is important, all right? Okay, because we understand this. Jesus came to give you a good life, came to give you a great life, came to give you a super abundant life. Bottom line is this, if you want to live beyond that life, that's up to you. Look at John 10.10. 10. We're going to go there. I think John 10.10 10 is huge. Well, I'll see it? John 10.10. 10. And look at this. But the thief cometh, but not for what? To steal Kill and destroy. Woo! I say, what? Steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it what? More abundantly. Come on. Jesus said, I come to give you what? The abundant life. All right? Well, why is that important? Well, think about this. Speaking God's word and the positive starts creating faith. And faith is the substance of things that God has given us. Very important. So now when we start doing, now faith is, that's Hebrews 11.1. One, you don't have to go there. But now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. By it we understand the elders obtained a good report and the world was framed by the word of God. Okay. So now here's what happens. Words in an atmosphere release ability, and they paint a picture, okay? Words create images. Words create an atmosphere. If you can give voice to God's word and continue to proclaim what God said, it's gonna create the right image inside of you, okay? But if you start speaking negatively, it's gonna create a negative picture inside of you, okay? Okay? Uh, this is big. Um, the, one of the biggest keys with this is this, is that words produce images, and if you don't get the right image, you're going to have the wrong picture. Okay? So you got to change some images. That's what the children of Israel ran into. We think we're grasshoppers, so we live in a picture of a grasshopper, and we portray inability on the outside. So all your life is, is really an inward reflection of who you think you are. As a man thinketh problems, right? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Well, guess what? You're only as good as you think about yourself, okay? So this is important. See, faith, and I've always believed this. It says, exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. I believe faith begins in the thinking before it is ever released in the asking. It's an inward picture of how you see it. If you see it right, you know we talk about um, you know the world talks about like the law of attraction, um, you know all these vibration they get in all this stuff, right? Well, really, all those are are counterfeit spiritual principles. Attraction is from an inward image. Vibration is just from your prayer life. That's all that is. They they call it all this weird New Agey junk, but it's not really what that is. Your prayer life is creating this. Your word life is creating this. Your inward picture is creating this. Words produce images and they can also change images. Use the right kinds of words and you'll recreate the right kind of image. When the word of God gets in you, it creates the image after itself. When the image becomes almost per se perfected within you, that is when faith has really become the pinnacle of release. Because you got to get it in you before you could ever get it out of you. Okay? Because you don't release, you don't release, um, let's say it like this. You can only really release images that you've kind of digested from the Word of God with power after you've become one with them. There has to be agreement, otherwise there's no real serious release of them. So what happens when most people is they never truly identify with the Word of God... And therefore, they reject what they hear about the Word of God because they don't feel like they measure up to the Word of God. But if you could just allow yourself to elevate your thinking to the level where God sees you and has placed you, you'll be able to almost ingest those right images and then release out of that picture words with power. But you know, we're going to get in there, and that's where you got to understand. Like this is why it's so important to hear. After you hear, it's important to um, accept what you hear to be the truth. And then after you accept what you hear to be the truth, you kind of digest it and get a clear picture of it. Like, okay, the offering scripture, right? He died to make you rich. Okay, how many of you know if you don't get a picture and a revelation of rich internally, you're never going to speak prosperity out of your mouth? Because, and a lot of times I know what happens, guys. I'm speaking what I'm seeing. Well, you can't do that. Because what you're seeing is not where you're gonna end up. Now, if you're speaking out of a place of, this is what I have, you can never get to where God wants you to have. That's why you gotta make sure you fine tune the proper image. Once you fine tune the proper image, you're gonna have the proper explanation on the outside. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see it, I got 50 bucks in the bank. No. He didn't do this based upon where you are, okay, and experience. He based this upon truth of what he did. So now all you gotta do is go, oh, okay. Now, if you could take them scriptures and put them in you and become one with them and lose your agreement based upon sight, lose your agreement based upon what you have, lose your great agreement with that and make your acceptance be in God and his word, then you could almost start becoming a partaker of what God said. It'll graft into you, and now it'll be a conscious you speak out of, and then literally you'll be like, you got 50 bucks in the bank, but you're talking right. You got a doctor's report that says you're in trouble, but you're talking right. You're speaking and prophesying into your future where your body goes. And you lead yourself into victory. That's how it happens. Because look at Romans 12 and three. Because you all know what Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, present your body. But verse three says, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Okay, the measure of faith. Well, what's that mean? That means you got the measure, of, measure, the measure of faith now for everything you need. For I say through the grace given unto me. Now that's a big word, grace. What do you mean, grace? Well, grace is God's ability helping you do what you could not do to every man that is among you. Not the because grace. This is all faith does. If you could, this was what the summit was all about. If you could ever get this understanding, faith is easy. It goes, if you could do it, right? Redemption, everything God wanted for your life. Grace, and then faith. So faith, grace, redemption. Okay, so redemption is everything Jesus redeemed you from on the cross. Okay, you didn't even know you needed it, he supplied it. You didn't even know you were separated, he took care of it. You didn't even know you were aliens and enemies in your mind. He worked it all out. That is redemption. Everything you lost in the garden with Adam, Jesus got back for you from the garden to the cross in the New Testament. That's all laid up by grace. For by grace were you saved through faith. Okay? Got it. So that's God's grace. So now faith doesn't really create anything. Now that's, that's a loaded answer. Faith accesses what grace already provided through redemption's privileges. So all you do is go, I accept it. See, if you did anything more than accept it, you'd be working for it. If you're working for it, it comes by works. God said, I ain't giving you nothing because you work for it, you can't work, just believe. The easier you become um, convinced that all it takes is belief and not work, the easier it's gonna be to receive the benefits. So now faith goes, By faith, through grace, you got saved. So faith goes, I accept what grace provided. Grace then taps into redemption's privileges. And now all you did is said, I believe. I believe tapped into grace. Grace tapped into redemption. That's what he's saying. For I say the grace of God given to me. Look at verse three. For I say through the grace of God given to me, to every man that is among you, don't think of yourself more smarter than you need to think of yourself, but according, think soberly as God dealt the, the measure of faith to everybody. What he's saying is this man, don't be, this isn't not like, not that you're becoming high minded. He doesn't want this to become like that. He just wants to go, look, you got the measure to get whatever you need. Not a measure like a growth thing, like a measuring, like, you know, like, you know, if you got a cup of flour, it's a measuring instrument. He's saying, no, you got the you could tap into faith, and then grace is fulfillment and redemption is planned. I've been saying this for decades, man. Faith is an obtainer, not a container. It reaches in and accesses what grace has provided. It's not a how about you got big faith? What does it matter? You got small faith? Who cares? Do you have faith? Faith accesses grace. Grace, Th- Prove it. When you got saved, you didn't know what you were getting. Can you imagine the capacity if you would have had to really ha- wrap your head around this of salvation, what God was giving us, if we had to have an understanding? Your head would blow up. It's about faith just going, I believe. Once you believe, it pulls you into that place. So what do you, what is the measure of faith? How can you say, right? This is really good. If there is a measure of faith, let's say, which I don't agree with. You know what I mean? Like, oh, how much you got? Let's just say this. You can measure your faith by the amount of God's word that abides in you. That's a power nugget right there, ain't it? If you could measure it, right? Just say you said, all right, let's measure it. How would you measure? You would measure it based upon you can measure faith by the amount of God's word that abides in you. Just let's say, because faith is in the word. And the more word you got in you, the more faith you got in you. Faith comes by hearing what? The word. So how do you get more, how do you get more faith? You hear more word. How do you keep more faith in you? You keep more word in you, If right? What did he say? I am the vine, ye are the branch, you can't bear, John 15, right? You can't bear no fruit without me. If you don't keep me, you don't say, if ye abide in me and my word abides in you. We got agreement there. We could change your world. Okay? So maybe let's just say this. If there was a way to kind of look at this and go, well, I want to really measure faith. Here it is. How much word's in you? I like it. But you got to realize this: God has dealt to every man, every man, the faith they need to what receive from Him, and you get it started by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So here's one thing: God gave you and me every provision we ever were going to need through faith. Okay, that's 2 Corinthians five twenty-one really explains that, we're gonna see this. Right? So, when you look at Second Corinthians 5, 21, you're gonna see this, and, and you're gonna see like this, God made provision, abundant provision, supernatural provision, awesome provision, for he hath made Jesus to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, okay? or righteousness of God in him. God's provision was found in salvation by the blood of Jesus for everything we need. The way we enter into those provisions is through faith. Okay? Does that make sense? So Jesus, everything he did, comes through faith. That's Romans 10, 17. Don't go there. Right, what does it say? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So right standing with God comes through faith. Benefits of heaven comes through faith. Supernatural abilities come through faith. The receiving of what God has already given comes through faith. Now here's what you gotta get. It's already done. You just gotta receive what's been finished through faith. Okay? The only, one, the only way to enter into grace is through faith. Okay? And where do you see that? You see that in Ephesians 2.8. Go there. And then we're gonna to go to Romans five, one and two. Take your time. See? Now watch this. Watch this, okay? You could even start with verse seven, dude, this, this gets, I mean this whole, read, read all the two if you want and knock yourself out. But seven starts, Ephesians two, seven, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. Did you you pull that in? See that? You might what? For by, look at this. That in the ages to come, he's trying to show you what? The exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself. It's the gift of God. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Faith, let's just say this faith taps into grace and gives me and you access to every gift God wanted to give you. The whole thing's a gift. You don't work for gifts, you receive them. By faith, you receive the gift. See it? Look what he says in verse 9. Not of works, if any man would boast, for we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus under good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. What are those good works? It's the work of faith. You know what I'm saying? It's the faith work. You didn't get this by the law. You got this by the hearing of faith. You know what I'm saying? That's why he 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 go he he goes um he goes post pretty postal. You know. In Galatians chapter three and one. Let's go there and then we'll go to Romans so they could see it. You know, we'll go there real slow. Galatians three, one. There's a lot of word in here, man. But you know what? You need this. This is how you produce truths in your life. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. He's saying, who's getting you off track? I want to know something. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? See it? He's saying, did you get the benefits of this by what you worked for or did you get it by just hearing faith and accepting it? Now watch this. Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit and are now made perfect by the flesh? He's saying, you can't do nothing to perfect this thing. You just got to believe. Your perfection is found in your belief, not your actions. You understand? Once your your beliefs have become perfected, then they become actions of results. But your beliefs need to be perfected before. That's where people get in trouble. They vacillate in their opinion of what the word of God says. Okay, have you suffered so many things in vain? Now watch this, five. He Therefore, that minister to you the Spirit and work with miracles. Hey, does he do it by the works of the law or the hearing of faith? So he's, he's got two different things. He's like, hey, did you work for it or did you do it by faith? Even as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. So there you go. He's, shut, he's telling on himself. He's like, Abraham believed God. He was made righteous and righteousness gave him access to the things and the provision of God, not his works. So faith gives you righteousness. Righteousness gives you access. That's all part of that redemption. That's what we read about there. He, what? He made you righteous. We just read that in, in, in Ephesians 2, 8, right? We're going to see that in Romans 5 in a minute, right? We understand that. Right's in it. Know ye, verse 7, know ye, therefore, that they which are of faith are the same as the children of Abraham. Faith people. Amen? Because you could see it. Look at now. Look at Romans five one and two. Romans five one and two makes a whole more lot more sense now. Why you the righteousness of God in Christ. Romans five one and two explains justification of faith. You could read all of Romans five later. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What justified you? Beliefs, by whom also you have access by faith into this grace where we stand we have access by faith into what? Grace, where we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So by whom we have what? Access by faith into grace. So faith taps into grace. Grace is connected to the redemption plan of man from God, and all you gotta do is believe. I gotta be good. You ain't gotta be good, you gotta be faithful. You become faith-filled, you become good. It's not about good or bad. It's about faith or no faith. Does that make sense? Because this is where you got to get. So look at 2 Peter 1. 2 Peter Second Peter one three. you knew how I was going here. Right? Because this is huge. Okay? Huge. Okay, so now get this we got to receive what God has already given and laid up. Now, where's it laid up? Redemption laid it up in grace. You see it? Everything you need is done. So what do we got to do? God's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, but we must act on his word through faith and possess what already has been finished. It's not a matter of of, of praying long enough. It's not a matter of, you know, working it out. It's not a matter of being good. It's a matter of receiving what God has already provided through faith. Look what it says. According as his divine power, that's the word of God, has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now that's natural and spiritual life. Through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. Now watch this. Where, well, where is this stuff? Where, where is it? He tells you in verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That's the word of God. It's in the image is in the word. The power to become is in the word. In the word is the seed to produce the life. That by these you might become a partaker of a divine nature, escaping the corruption that is in the world through lust. Wait a minute. Exceeding great and precious, the the Bible. So here's the thing. God has already given it to you, okay? Now what do we got to do? We have to appropriate it. Does that make sense? We have to believe it and accept it. It isn't a matter, like I said, you're not going to pray long enough. You're not going to pray in the spirit long enough. You're not going to be, you know, whatever. It's a matter of God has already laid it up, but we must have conception take place in the human spirit of man. Okay, it's in your spirit, but it's got to get in your human spirit. It's got to renew your mind, and it has to become a spiritual application. So, you know, it's got to be conceived in the spirit realm and then it will be manifested outwardly. Is that all right? But, well, it doesn't make a difference if it's all right. That's how you do it. That human spirit is that heart. You can't believe with your head, you gotta get this stuff in your heart, okay? You can't, because your head only gives like a mental agreement, but it doesn't really plant and produce, okay? And you know where that comes from, Romans 10.8. I mean, if you get Romans 10.8 and you can figure out, Rome, I mean, I've been using this scripture for a while, but that's what we're learning. You know, what, 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 I mean, the redundancy of this is important because, you know, if we don't know what Romans 10.8 says, but what say that the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, the word of faith which we preach. You've been here. The way you get faith, in, the way you get faith really planted internally. Now this is where the work comes in. And this is what I'm trying to say. If there's any work, it's the work of faith. And if the work comes in, it's this. You, how do I get faith in my heart? Well, I got to hear myself speaking God's word. Faith in God and faith for everything comes from hearing God's word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So when I hear it, what does it do? The, the reciprocal, right? Action is to accept the truth. If faith in God comes by hearing the word, then faith in the enemy comes by hearing his lies. Right? So faith or fear have a reciprocal. So if you have to drown out some of the worries, the fears, the anxieties, the cares, and all this stuff, you're going to have to start becoming a word person. Does that make sense? So now, here's the, now if they say, well, pastor, what? there's work. It's not really work per se to get it to happen. It's work, it's like this. All right, let's just look at it like this. Let's look at a seed because this works. A farmer doesn't really have to grow the corn. The corn grows itself, but he's got to plant the seed. So just like that kind of concept with the word, you got to put it in your heart, and then it'll take over. It's engrafted, it's capable, it can do it. But the thing is, you can't just leave a barrel of seeds. You know, a farmer doesn't go and say, well, praise God. Got a barrel full of seed. This is awesome. Well, this, now watch this. Does the seed have the potential to grow? Yeah, but you got to put it in the right soil. It's the same thing with the word of God. Is the work the growing? No, the working is the planting. Once you plant it, it'll take over and do itself. But you got to do a little something to get it to connect. Why? Well, that's what happened in the fall. See, if we would have lived perfectly, we never would have had to do any of this stuff. This is where I think church needs to understand the responsibility is because of a fallen nature. Now, watch this. this that's no excuse, though, when you get to heaven, because Jesus is going to be like, look, I undid everything Adam did. You had the way to do it, but now you've got to understand the principles and processes to get it done. And then you come to church and say, you got to put the word in you. people are like, why well, i got to do that? Pastor Chris, why i got to do that? I just want it to happen. Ain't nothing just going to happen. You got to make it happen. Now watch this, though. There's an autopilot after you do your part. You ain't got to do no work. The work is not to produce it. The work is to plan it. The work is not to manifest it. The work is what? Hold on to the fight of faith. Don't let go. You got to hang on, baby. Just stay tight. That's where people go, well, this is hard. It's not hard. You got to plan it. How do I get faith into my heart is by hearing yourself speak God's word. Now, you don't know I got to speak God. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Why? I'm writing upon the tablet of my heart. This is the only way to do it. If you want it, this is how you do it. Well, Pastor Chris, I hear you say it. That's why you go to church. Faith comes by hearing me speak the word of God. Faith comes by you hearing the Word of God. When you listen to your favorite preacher, me, come on somebody, amen, just, that was a joke, laugh, right? But when you're listening to like Joyce Meyer or T.D. Jakes or whoever, Brother Hagin, Brother Copeland, Dr. I, whoever you like, I don't know who you like, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. You could be speaking to your neighbor, as long as they're speaking the Word of God, faith comes. But if, I don't hear that much word. Well, you better start hearing some more word because faith can't come without hearing it. You got to hear it, right? Man, I'm telling you what. Once you get God's promises in you and abundantly. Uh, look, 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 you got to see John 15 because this is going to make sense because this is how you do it, man. I'm, he's showing you what's up. John 15, 1. I am the true vine. Mm-hmm. Listen, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener, the husbandman of the vine. Every branch of me, that don't bear no fruit. He cut it away, and every branch that bear fruit, he purges it, that it bring forth more fruit. Talk about a tree, right? But he's talking about you, the tree. Now you are clean through the word which I've spoken unto you. Now cleanness, right, you're clean through the word. Okay? Now watch this word. Abide. Now man, there's an abiding factor. Now let me tell you something about Abide. Abide is, is, is an is easy understanding, but you better understand this word, okay? When you abide in something, you're basically not coming out of it. So you gotta stay in this word, right? Give up, it says this, to stay in a given place, uh, to stay in a given state, to stay in a get, given relation, expectancy, continue, dwell, dwell, Endure, be present, remain, stand, tarry. See what I'm saying? Watch this now, okay? So I got that, okay. Abide in me and I in you. That's Jesus now. That's red letters. Jesus said, hey, you abide in me. Okay, so you're thinking, think about what I'm saying here. Abide in me and I'll abide in you. How in the world do I abide in you? How in the world do you abide in Jesus? Think of this. Abide in me, and I'll abide in you. Okay, now Jesus is telling you straight, you got to come in me before I can come in you. Now, I'm already in you, but you got to abide in me. Okay, I got you. Because you cannot bear fruit by yourself. Except you abide in the vine, no more you can you grow anything except you abide in me. You see what he's saying? Watch 15. I am the vine. You are the branch. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit. For without me, you can't do nothing. Look, it's 15, 6. If a man abide not in me, how am I abiding in you? I'm going to tell you. He is cast forth as a branch, withered, they come get him, burned. If you abide in me, Jesus, how in the heaven do I abide in you? What what am I going to do, walk around with a statue, like a picture of Jesus, like a cardboard cut out of Jesus, and I walk around holding him? I'm abiding, he's abiding. No, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask me whatever you will, and I'll do it. How do you abide in Christ? You abide in his word, because him and his word are one. You got to. And Jesus said, here's when my daddy gets glorified. You bear much fruit. As the Father had loved me, so I love you. Continue in my love. Look at verse 10. If you keep my commandments, my word, you shall abide in my love even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his life. She's like, look, bro, I had to abide in him. I can only do what he told me to do. I can only say what he told me I could say. I had to abide in Christ in obedience and showed him love, and he showed me the things that I've spoken. Are you getting this? Abide in me. How do I abide in him? If ye abide in my word. Ooh. If you abide in me, you abide in my word. How much abiding are you doing in God? How much word you got in you? But I'm a Christian. I'm going to heaven. Yeah, you are. You're going to heaven. Praise be to God. You ain't going to have no heaven on earth. Abide in me. Woo! I'll abide in you. Telling you this is how you do it. Yeah, you got, got to understand this. You got to understand it. Now, see, see, here's the big way to do it. This is big, right? Because Hebrews 11, 1, when you get into Hebrews 11, 1, you can go there. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Go there. Because, you see, word of God brings hope. The word of God brings hope. Hope goes beyond the veil, though. Right? Faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Okay? What what do you mean? Faith now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope comes from the word of God. Hope is confident expectation with joyful anticipation. But what do we hope for? We hope for what God said. I want everything that pertains to life and godliness. How about you, right? So if I don't have knowledge of the Word of God I don't have hope hope see faith hope produces a target for faith to hit without hope faith's got no target so you got to get it knowledge comes from hope well I got I got some body problems man doctor told me I got I don't know what to do man man doctor said you got some kind of rare junk I don't even know how to even spell this stuff what is this junk? Well, by his stripes, you're healed. Wait a minute, I got hope from the word of God. Now my faith, see, hope hope gave me a target. Oh, I could be healed? I could be healed? Yeah, by his stripes, you were healed. Wait a minute now. Now hope comes from the word of God. I got hope. Now I got to get that in me, put it in me, and release it with faith. I believe that I receive when I pray. I'm some I'm so broke, man. I'm squeaking when I'm walking. I don't I, I understand this, man. Got to get money. I don't know how to get money. I got a job. My job's only so far. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hey. He became rich. He became rich, but he was rich. He became poor, so I could become rich. I could become rich, head and not the tail, above and up. Wait a minute, time out. Wait a minute. Hope I got hope now. Hope work. Hope came from that word. I got hope. But I got to take that word. I'm going to become rich because Jesus said I could become rich. He's going to meet all my needs according to His riches and glory. Now faith's got a target. Man, we got so many marriage problems. Oh God, I got so many relationship problems. I'm, I'm trying to work this out. I don't know. I'm trying to find this and find that and. Well, God, husbands love your wife like Jesus loved the church. Wife submit to your husband as Jesus would submit into, would have you submit to him. And all these principles you're thinking like, well, my God, in heaven this thing can't work. But wait a minute, well, God put it together. Let no man put it. God put together, let no man put it together. We got a covenant made of made in God. Wait a minute, hope, faith. If you don't have knowledge, you can't have hope when you get knowledge you get hope when you get hope you find faith to be released faith is the substance and it is the evidence of things not seen do you get that wait a minute now now faith is the substance material Of things hoped for. What's that material? Word. It's the word of God is what produces faith for whatever it is you need. The substance of faith is the word of God. But I can't see it. You see the picture of the word of God. See it? People get hung up with this stuff. No, it's faith. I'm going to say that again because there's something on it, okay? Wait a minute. What are you saying? If I got knowledge, right, I got problems, circumstances and stuff, I want peace, he'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. I ain't got no peace right now. He'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. I can be in peace? My God and heaven. What did he say? Cast all your cares, right? Be anxious for nothing. Wait a minute, time out. I got hope. Hope gives faith a target, and now the release of faith is found in the word of god faith is the substance of things what's the substance of faith the word of god so i got material called the word of god to exchange i'm exchanging when it goes well you should not have be no he's going to keep me in perfect peace because i'm gonna keep my mind stayed on him bless the lord i cast my care be anxious for nothing but prayer and something supp- i prayed and believed god now i'm just going to thank him the scripture is my substance of faith It's the title deed, it's the paperwork, so when it seems like, I don't know what I'm going to do, I'm going to hold on to the paperwork, and I'm going to hold on to the title deed, and I'm going to hold on to the substance of faith that can produce the promise of God even when I can't see it. Woo! You better get that. Why? Why is faith not seen? Evidence of things not seen. Well, I got news for you. This is going to blow you out. It's not seen to most people. But the better you get at seeing it, the easier it's going to become for you. Why is it not seen? Because we don't have enough light on the subject to project the correct image. How come some things are so simple for you in faith? Because you see it clear as day. Caleb and Joshua are looking at a wall city. These guys see giants and walls and nut stuff. All this crazy. He says, let's go, we're well able. How in the heaven, they had different kind of sight. They had a different kind of spirit. I got news for you. I never said this a day in my life. Faith is more seen to certain people than others. Because it's the reality of what you built your life upon. If you cannot see something, it's because you don't have enough light on it. Or it's too far away when actually it's right there in front of you. But that's how they see it, so far away. It's not far away, it's right in front of you. The word of God gives light. The entrance of, the word of God is a lamp unto your feet. It's the light unto your path. Shows you where you are and shows you where you're going. You ever think of that? The entrance of thy word giveth light. So what's it do? Shows me where I'm standing, and shows me the track I'm on. You can build these truths. Why is it not seen? Because we don't have enough light. What happens with the guy that's illuminated? What happens with What happens with the guy that's abiding? And the life was the light of man. What happens to the guy whose room's bright? You're looking at it saying, I don't think it's that. He's looking at it going, it's more real to me than it's, it's seen. Faith could be seen through the word of God. The closer you stay to that word, the closer you see faith working for you. The further away you get from that word, the farther away it seems like it could be and it can happen. Remember this tonight when you leave here, because I'm, I'm, I'm done right there, because if you can walk away meditating on that, you could change your life. Is it really as unseen as we think it is? Or is it easily seeable to the person who's illuminated by the word of God and truth? Think about what I'm saying here. The word of God brings light. So if we were in a dark room and we had light come on, it expels darkness. Why is it so hard to see? Because maybe you're not seeing what you're supposed to be looking at. Take your eyes out for what you're not supposed to be seeing. Put on the Word of God. Let the illumination of the Word of God come into your spirit. Let it transform your life forever. Amen. I'll tell you what. Faith's a whole lot closer than you think it is. It's right as far as you can get to the Word of God. Amen. That's good teaching. Ain't that I'll get you going now? Meditate on that. Bring that over, bring that over, lead that over, get ready to go, and you're going to see change and transformation take place. Hallelujah. We got a big, big weekend around here at Relevant Church. Do we not? Praise the Lord. Because you know what tomorrow is, y'all better call up and sing me happy birthday to me. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's a little plug. Amen. I'm just, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Call me up sing to me. Amen. But that's, that's a national holiday, amen? It's not St. Patrick's Day, it's my birthday. Come on, we're gonna celebrate. But then we have Saturday, this Saturday, Dr. Rob is gonna be with us. Come on, are you ready for our, 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 listen now, you are a king and a priest. Now listen to what's happening this weekend, all right? Besides tomorrow, praise be to God, And then we got what? Saturday, Saturday we have our business fellowship right here at Relevant Church with Dr. Rob Thompson. Me and him are gonna be taking some time building you guys, explaining kings and priests. And Dr. Rob is gonna be with us Sunday morning, 9 and 10.30, preaching a powerful word of transformation for your life. I don't want you to miss this weekend, amen? If you're out of state or you can't be here, watch online, make sure this word gets downloaded into your spirit. I know he's got a word for the house, don't forget the 20th, he's going to be here. The 19th is the business fellowship. The 20th, he's going to be here with us. And he's going to be preaching a word of changing your life. and bring. I'm going to tell you what, there's not a lot of guys carrying the word of God in their heart like he is. And he's going to deposit something to change your life and my life forever. I'm ready. I'm excited now. I'm excited now. I'm ready to show up. Come on. Let's go get some faith, and let's go get some transformation, and let's go get some change to change our future. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you that you're leading them, guiding them, helping them. Let this word of faith be birthed in their spirit, and let it transform their future forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and everybody said amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at RelevantFL.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.